Hey team, this is Grant David Collins and welcome to Basement Philanthropy, a place for people who do not want to wait until they're rich or retired to create meaning, impact, and connection with their time, talents, and money, regardless of the amount. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the healing that can come through giving. So let's get started. Well, as I'm sitting over here, I am wondering how you are doing over there. You might have noticed that my voice sounds a little bit different, and it's because I am just getting over being sick. And so whatever is happening on your end of the equation, I just want to reach out through the podcast void and uh, say that, you know, there are people thinking about you, and I'm thinking about you. And I I hope that whether your life is going really well or there are things that are coming up, that we can come together around this podcast and and find something something different, something unique, and something that I have found through giving that I just want to be able to share with you. So let's just jump right into things. Um, uh, A few weeks ago, I had the chance to sit down with a reporter from one of the local papers uh, to talk about what we have been doing in the giving space. And it was really a pretty awesome opportunity to not only talk through the story, but to reflect on what we are building and why we are building it. And during this conversation, I had some insights about giving that had never occurred to me before. And one of those is what I want to talk about in the podcast today. Now, I am always looking for ways to share conversations I am having about giving. So we decided to have this interview in my basement so it could be recorded. And so I'm going to share a little bit of that recording with you. The full thing is about an hour and a half So I'm planning to condense a lot of that into another episode of the podcast. But this subject of healing through giving has just been on my mind so much recently that I wanted to share this particular principle of giving before we had the rest of the episode edited. So here is a couple minutes of what we talked about during that interview, and then I'm going to come back on and talk about what I've been thinking about ever since that conversation. I, I think that we often have a pretty terrible relationship with both time and money and talents, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the beautiful thing about giving is that it's almost a way to start to heal that a little bit. Um, I'll just give a monetary example because it's just easier to speak into, but each each one of them has their own thing. But you know, we often think that we don't have a lot. And that's because we have this bias that we have around, it's called comparative bias. Essentially, we say like, oh, where am I stacking up within my friends or within my community? If you say that here in Lehigh, Utah, you're going to feel like you're way out of, you know, there's so much that you should be doing. But if you compare yourself to, you know, 60% of the world, your, whatever your income is, you could even be like minimum wage here in the United States. And you take a small portion of that money and you make that useful in in some sort of organization that is utilizing things in a third world country, you can make a huge difference. 
Right. But people people don't feel that way. But it's this beautiful process of being able to heal that because if you can start to experience your what you have as being enough, then all of a sudden, like your relationship with a lot of different things starts to change. Like you have to have some sort of financial plan in place yes. if you're going to get involved in this. And so that's you, you. We talk about this healing piece of time, talents, viewing ourselves and money. That's how. That's where that starts to come into play. Is you you if you want to start giving, you've got to say like, okay, how would I break this down? Hmm. And all of a sudden, you have a little bit of a personal finance plan in place. Or oh, I have to use my time a little bit more effectively. Oh, maybe I'm not spending as much time just scrolling, doom scrolling on whatever social media platform. Like it's just these. It's giving is this weird, beautiful thing that starts to ingrain itself into all of these facets and starts to heal. I love that term. I've never used that before. I've really appreciated this interview because. I love the term and the process of that healing that can actually happen in people's lives and it happens because they get outside of themselves. Now, I've said this on the podcast before, but in my experience, there is little that is more motivating than to be genuinely heard by somebody else. And during my interview with Daryl, that was my experience the entire time. And, and that's why I think I discovered so much about giving and about the story as I was telling it is because he was just so present and what what a gift to me uh, during that interaction. So I'm so excited to be able to share more about him and our entire interaction in a later episode. So stay tuned. But since that interaction that we had a couple weeks ago, a question that has popped into my mind is why is it that getting outside of ourselves opens up a new perspective and an opportunity to be healed. Now, it might sound like one of those obvious questions, but I found that there is a lot to learn from the obvious. And as I've thought about why this is, the word that just keeps on coming back to me over and over again is the word ignorance. Now, before preparing for this podcast, I didn't actually realize that there is a shared root between the words ignorance and ignore. And that isn't by chance. In fact, both of these words share the same Latin root, ignorale, which means to ignore or be ignorant of. Now, many times we have broken relationships with money time, friends, and family because we are ignoring something that is getting in the way so that healing can actually take place. It's kind of like if you wait to see the doctor because you are scared of the diagnosis. The fear of what is to come can not only prevent us from being healed, but it can make things much, much worse. And there are many cases where ignorance is actually not bliss at all. So why giving can have such an impact or, or make such a difference in changing this is because giving forces you to look at things from a different perspective or have a different motivation towards something you are already involved with. In, in short, it, it kind of allows you the space to face what you have been ignoring so that real healing has a chance to start to take place. And in order to truly help somebody, 
you you have to get on their side of the equation in some way. And this act of, of getting on someone's side allows you the chance, if you take it, to look back on your own side more objectively. And if we learn to see through this new perspective, there is an opening that is created that can be life-changing. Now, I've seen this in my own life with my semi-broken relationship with money. When I was in college, I wanted to be rich, like really rich. Now, part of this dream or part of this draw for riches was the opportunity to give. But looking back from where I am now, I can see that a lot of the motivation to make money came from a place of insecurity. Like I wanted to show everyone that I was successful and and I wanted to do that not only with the money in my bank account, but also the tangible things in my life, like a big house and a fancy car. But the more I shifted my focus to giving over the past several years, these things have begun to change. Now, it didn't happen all at once, but once I started to learn how truly fortunate I was with what I already had, and I started to make real comparisons to the majority of the world that had so much little or so much less than what I had, I I started to face these insecurities around money with an opening that allowed me to begin a healing process of my own. And a great example of that is with my current car. Now, my car is many things. Uh, My car is reliable. My car fulfills on the needs I have to get from one place to another safely. And most importantly, my car is paid off. But something that my car is not is cool. Now, I bought my car from my parents a couple years ago, and what I will say is that they were not focused on a cool car when they invested in this particular feat of machinery, of automation that they bought. I don't know why I just jumped into that uh, craze. If if you saw the movie, I'm like shaking my hands. I don't know. Anyway, um, (laughs) moving forward. Um, So... You know, although there is a part of me that that wants to get something new, something that better, you know, reflects who I am as an adventurous, you know, successful person, um, I I've started to push back on my desire and need for something new because I have become less and less insecure about the things that I was insecure about in the past. And the interesting thing about this is that this decision to accept my car for what it is and the purpose that it fulfills and to actually start to fall in in love with it because it does this really frees up more money for me to be able to help and invest in a future where I can help at an exponential level. And it might seem small, but but spread across my holistic relationship with money, it can add up very quickly. Now, we are all in very different and yet very similar 
places. You know, you have your own broken relationships with things that need healing. And, and I don't have all the answers on this end, and, and every scenario is going to take work. But what I can tell you from my experience is that giving can be a part of the healing process. So if you see something that is broken in your life, try and view it through the lens of giving. Now, to close things off, I want to share a reachable giving opportunity that is coming up because of the season that we are entering into. Now, it is spooky season. Maybe I'll play some scary thing in the background. Ooh. Anyway, because it is spooky season, that means that Halloween is just around the corner. And what I have begun to discover is that Halloween is a big opportunity for giving. And the reason why it's a big opportunity for giving is because it's a fairly easy thing to create an event around. And so many nonprofits or community organizations use this time of year for fundraising or for outreach or for impact. Now, two of the organizations that I am involved with are focused on this as a specific activity. And I'm really excited for my community to get involved with these types of opportunities. But this is not just limited to the area that I live in. I'm telling you that so many nonprofits need help around this time to pull off some of these events. And so it's a perfect time to reach out to your favorite nonprofit or any nonprofit that is focused on children or families because they're likely going to have something that they want to do around this space. And if you reach out now, you can really be a big help to these organizations as they are planning out their resources and, and what they want to create. And for those of you who love Halloween, it's an incredible opportunity for you. For those of you who may be more like me, who don't really have a, like a preference around Halloween, it gives the holiday a little bit more purpose than just a excuse to watch a scary movie. So I hope you take me up on that because there's, there are just so many opportunities around you to make an impact during this season. Well, team, that's it for me. Let's go out in the world and create good with our time, talents, and money regardless of the amount, and experience the healing that can truly come as we get involved with the giving space together. Talk soon.